Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention and the brave ones.
they buy This is sort of man It's normal for them you guess Because they uh, used to have a lot
Greetings once again. Welcome to episode 39 of Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. Uh, opening the show this time was Rope Sect with Pretty Life. Uh, following that was The X with Grim Stories from their 1984 record, Blueprints for a Blackout. And lastly, you heard Head of David with Smears from the 86 record, simply called LP. Uh, I think this is the 10th episode since I resurrected the show. I have no idea really how many people listen, but I've heard from a few of you out there, and I appreciate it. Um, I've managed to keep a schedule of every two weeks for new episodes, uh, and while there have been a couple times where I wanted to bump it another week out, I've maintained that so far, and it's starting to become a bit of a ritual, so I intend to continue. Uh, coming up in a bit, I've got something on the piazza. Uh, it's a giant bird, maybe, believed to uh, once have had a presence in the Illinois region. And if there's time, a little something about Sabine Bering Gould, who is best known for the hymn Onward Christian Soldiers, but it turns out he was a little bit of an eccentric. Uh, first, though, this is Dynastas with Sacrament of Penance.
That was November Novelette with Death Singer, and before that was Dynastis with the track Sacrament of Penance. Mind your fingers and toes as we step to the carousel of cryptids and creeping things that lurk throughout history and along the back roads that stitch your neighborhoods together. Piazza comes from the Illini, which were a confederation of native tribes living in the Mississippi Valley in the regions of what is now Illinois, Missouri, Arkansas, uh, and it translates roughly to giant bird that devours man. Today, the lore of the Piazza is centered around Alton, Illinois, in part because in 1673, French explorer Father Jacques Marquette, who was he was the first to describe the creature, he was exploring the Mississippi River and learned of its existence from the native tribes in the area who had immortalized the beast in a painting along the limestone bluffs near Alton. Um, it also appears uh, from old maps that the area was actually called Piazzas um, even as late as 1778, uh, some hundred years after Marquette passed through. Uh, the original painting no longer exists because the limestone it was on was removed by the Mississippi Lime Company, uh, but there is a replica that's been maintained not far from the original site. According to Marquette's diary the, of the time, the creature was, quote, as large as a calf with horns like a deer, red eyes, a beard like a tiger's, a face like a man, and the body was covered with red, green, and black scales, and a tail so long it passed around the body, over the head, and between the legs. Unquote. That's curious, because his description makes no mention of wings. Um, the line about the beard of a tiger and the face of a man is odd, too. Um, why not the face of a bearded man? Uh, anyway, there's a drawing from that same year from Marquette that reflects his description more than it does the winged image that was the that the replica is based on. Um, and I'll have pictures of those in the video version of the show. The dr this drawing and another one from 1682 uh, are sometimes referred to more as looking like an underwater panther than they are great birds. Um, in a piece by Dr. Mark Wagner, who is a professor of anthropology at Southern Illinois University, he speculates that the description of the creature is an amalgamation of creatures from two and possibly three different worlds because the location of the original painting was at a particularly dangerous meeting of the Mississippi and the Illinois River, uh, where the rapids were heavy and the currents were strong and people likely died there. And so based on that threat, they think that this creature may have formulated out of that fear. Uh, Wagner believes the original painting dates, dates back to uh, 1000 to 1500 AD based on the imagery and that the people of the time believed in a three-tiered cosmos, the long tail being a link to the underworld, the panther-like body and horns linking to this world, and the idea of wings linking it to the upper world. Uh, he believes that Piazza was not evil, but was considered dangerous because it held so much spiritual power. The folklore her around it, uh, however, paints it as a creature that, quote, hundreds of warriors attempted to destroy but failed, and that whole villages were destroyed by, 
and while it could carry away a full-grown deer in its talons, its preference was for human flesh." Uh, into modern times, there have continued to be reports of giant thunderbirds in the same region.
was The Moon and the Night Spirit with In the Garden of Worlds Undreamt. Before that, you heard Callbearer with Storm Chants off of the Haunted Memories release. And opening the set was Gray Frequency with Strange Nature. Join me in the Spookatorium Portraiture Gallery, home to some of history's more eccentric characters. Born in 1834, Sabine Bering Gould is best known for the hymn Onward Christian Soldiers, but in reality that was but a fraction of his output. He wrote over 100 books, including 16 volumes on the lives of the saints, several volumes of travel writing, uh, somewhere around 30 novels, and even an opera. He uh, was a voracious collector of traditional folk songs of the day. And in addition to his Christian interests, he also devoured the myths and folklores from his travels. Uh, He had claimed to have seen fairies crawling about his parents' carriage when he was a child. Among his publications was the Book of Werewolves that recounted tales of lycanthropy he learned of in his travels. He leaned towards the belief that lycanthropy was the result of a mental disorder rather than something supernatural. Uh, Other titles include Historic Oddities and Strange Events, The Book of Ghosts, and his book Curious Myths of the Middle Ages, published in two volumes, tackles um, superstitions. Some of his contemporaries believed he was a practicing magician with occult interests, and in more than one autobiographical text, he does include uses for herbal medicine and magic based on local folklore that he crossed paths with. On the whole, though, uh, Baring Gould's approach sought to understand through research why people held beliefs in such things.
Spookatorium exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here.
That set started with Les Enfants de la Forêt with the track The Sea of Trees, and that is a side project of Perturberator. Um, following that was Mago with Tumbling Down the Rabbit Hole, and the last track you heard was Tertium Nandata, and one of the members of that project is uh, none other than John Bergen, who did artwork for The Crow, among many other things. He's also in a project called Blackmouth that was essentially Tertium Nandata plus Jarbo. Uh, he's got a project called Trust Obey, etc. Anyway, uh, that track was called The Boiling Man, um, and I think that is about all of that for this episode. Thanks again for listening, and as the curtain closes, this is Vellum Sonus with Sleeping Warrior. <laughs> <laughs>